Thank you for listening to the New Life Church podcast. If you need any information about our church or if you'd like to give online, please visit us at newlifekingman.com. Just a little bit of a disclaimer. Um, this, this study is going to be a little bit shorter. Amen. Uh, it's quite a bit shorter because we want to definitely give time uh, for God to move. Can you say amen? And so uh, God can do in one second what would take me thousands and thousands and thousands of centuries to do. Uh, He is far more capable than I. So we're going to uh, get into that. But before we get into that, I just want to share a personal experience with you. Some of you know, some of you don't know, but about three weeks ago, somehow I injured my knee. I don't know what happened. Uh, It was just, uh, it, it was something that seemed like Nothing. I remember I was sitting down. I was at my son's house, and I uh, just went to sit down, went around an end table, and I didn't hit my knee or nothing. I just kind of twisted it, and there was a, a little sharp pain, and then it went away. But then the next morning when I got up, it was all I could do to stand on it, and that was Sunday morning. And so I come to church, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll, we'll plow through this. And the, 10, or the 8.30 service wasn't so bad. But if you were here during the 10.30 service, I nearly fell right here. I, was, I came up and the, my knee gave out and I, I was able to catch myself. But, and then it, a lot of people, they were like, you know, you're hanging really close to that pulpit because the pulpit at that moment was what was holding me up. And so we got through it and uh, we went on, we prayed, and it was right at the beginning of this study on healing. And so that's coincidental, isn't it? And, and so you're going, okay, God, I don't know what this is about. Uh, so I begin to pray. I just said, you know what, God, I am just going to take you at your word, what I'm teaching, and I am going to practice what I preach. And so I begin to push and, and begin to claim and confess and do what God calls me to do. And so the next Sunday was, okay, I, but I had a brace on. And then last Sunday, it was like, okay, it's, it's, it's okay. But there was still stuff happening. And when I would, when, especially when I'd walk upstairs, uh, you know, I, and I'd have to have help getting down the, the stairs and whatnot, it was still pretty, pretty serious. And I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder what's up with that. And I just said, you know what, God, I believe with all my heart that this is true. I believe you are my healer. You have healed me, and it's a done deal. And I went to bed Sunday night, went to bed Monday morning, which was this Monday, woke up, not one ounce of pain. One, not one problem. And just so you know that I'm not joking, I have no brace on. And so there is no brace. I'm completely 100% healed. No pain, no, no, no nothing. And so I want you to know that God is a healer. Can you say amen? And, and at first, you know, I had the temptation at first to just kind of explain it away and go, well, you know, a couple weeks went by, it kind of healed itself. But Sunday, this last Sunday, I had the heating pad on it. I had Kathy get me, I was in bed and she had to wrap the heating pad around it and all of that. I was still taking Tylenol, you know, for pain and whatnot. And it just, it, while it had less than some, it was still not gone and it was still very difficult to walk. And with the, with the uh, brace on, it was even more difficult to walk. And so for it to go from that on Sunday afternoon to Monday morning completely gone as if it had not happened, I was just amazed. I was dumbfounded at the reality of God's healing and thankful that he is a healer. 
So tonight what we're going to do is we're going to bring this to a close and uh, I just want to take a few moments if I can very quickly. I, I only have 10 minutes left because I told Alex Wilson that I'd do this in 15 minutes. And so he, he said I have to give him my paycheck, uh, but I'm not going to because we didn't bet. I owe him money for previous bets. I no longer bet money with him because he holds it to me. And I always lose with him for some reason. So one of the things that we said, and I want to just make clear, we, said, we did this in the first lesson. We, we asked the question, uh, is healing God's will for today? So absolutely, God's, uh, God's will is to heal today. There's no doubt. Is it always God's will to heal you? That answer is yes. And then the third question we answered was, is healing a part of God's redemption? Well, absolutely, it's a part of it. We can scripturally, biblically, this is not something that we have to reinterpret or we have to stretch scripture. It's very clear in the word of God. And the most important factor we learned in the second week of healing is faith. A lot of times we shy away from that because faith becomes so controversial. But at the end of the day, we need to have faith in his word and in him as our healer. Can you say amen? And we say, well, how do we get healed? Well, the answer is, this is, is very much like salvation. We get saved uh, by grace through faith. Okay, so both healing and salvation is a work of grace and a work of faith. Can you say amen? Now, last week we dis discovered this, is that Jesus, in fact, has given us the power and the authority for healing, not only healing in our body, but in healing in those around us. And so we are able to exercise that healing and authority. Now tonight, what I want to do is give you very quickly yet another key for healing, and that is the presence of God. Now, listen to this verse of scripture. It's very interesting. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 in the New American Standard Bible. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. Now, you need to pay attention to that because that's key. And it's amazing to me, and I'm going to kind of take this apart. The four Gospels record Jesus doing an amazing amount of healings, miracles, and casting out demons. Acts chapter 10, 38 tells us exactly how Jesus did that. God the Father anointed the Son with the Holy Spirit and the resulting power that came with it. Can you say amen? And then scripture says, because God was with him. So there's your, there's your answer right there. How did he do this? Through the power of the Holy Spirit and because God was with them. The continual presence of the Father and the Holy Spirit empower and enable him to work with signs, wonders, healings, and miracles, and it enables us to work with signs, wonders, and miracles. And with his presence in our lives, we can do all things that he leads us to do as we minister through him. Can you say amen? Now I want to show you something. Exodus chapter 33, verse 14 and 15 says, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. God had called Moses to be the leader of a nation, the nation of Israel, and to lead them out of bondage and into the promised land. And Moses was wise enough to know the one thing that was absolutely necessary and needed to enable him to fulfill this task was the presence of God. Moses could not do it on his own. So here's my statement. God help us if we try to do anything on our own, in our own power. Can you say amen? 
Now, we looked last week, last Sunday, we looked at this verse in our sermon, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. His presence is his assurance to us that we can do the works that Jesus himself did on the earth. Can can you say amen? He told us to go do the very thing, and he says, why you can do that is I'm with you. And I love what Spurgeon said a long time ago, the power of Christ in the gospel is mainly a power to heal. That's what salvation's about, is healing. When you're spiritually healed, that's salvation. That's being forgiven, delivered, it's set free. So the question is, what does it look like when God shows up? Years ago, when someone wanted to talk about an experience they had with God, they would say, God showed up. We had a great service because God showed up. And I got thinking about that. What is it like when God shows up, the creator and sustainer of all the reality we know? When he shows up, what happens? Well, look at Luke chapter 5, verse 17, and this kind of gives us a clear view. Now, it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. This is amazing to me because in this verse, we are told that Jesus had a presence around him working with him. It seems to indicate to me that Jesus, in his humanity, needed the power and presence of God to do the things he did. How can we know it was God? Well, we don't have to go very far because of the fruit of it. It shows us exactly what he did. The presence was there to heal. There is no other religion, there's no other thing that brings about healing like God. Can you say amen to that? Now, I know you can have temporary forms of healing, and there can be false healings, and there can be all kinds of uh, copycats and uh, substitutes, but there is nothing like the genuine article. Can you say amen? Now, there's an interesting passage in the book of Isaiah 35, uh, verse 4 and 5, it's a, and it reveals the power of his presence, and I want you to listen to this. In Isaiah 35, it says, Say to those who are fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. That's important. Then your eyes, and then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. This, in Isaiah's day, is a, is a real promise, because Israel is going through threatening times. God needs to show up. The Assyrian Empire, who is the undisputed world power of the time, uh, uh, was systematically sweeping through the, the region and absorbing and destroying whole cultures ruthlessly. The northern tribes of Israel had already been conquered and dispersed, but the southern kingdom of Judea was, was sitting alone. And they came, and the Assyrians weren't going to be messed with, and everybody knew it. And into that... Uh, into that situation, the prophet Isaiah is commissioned by God to a very, very difficult mission, and that was to speak the promise of God. How many know that when you're in the thick of it, sometimes it's hard to receive the promise of God? 
But this is what Isaiah does. And he gives them a promise of his overwhelming presence. He comes and says, when God comes on the scene, this is what's going to happen. The blind are going to see, the deaf are going to hear, the lame walk, and that which is barren is going to become fruitful. And God is going to set all that is wrong right. That's what the presence of God does. And that is what healing does. Can you say amen? When God shows up, uh, those of us that bear his image are restored and the world is rebooted. Amen. Amen. Jesus called it the kingdom of God. Listen, Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 and 8 says, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And in Luke 10, 10, verse 9, it says, Heal the sick and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. Do you notice when healing goes forth, Jesus instructed his disciples to say, That is the result of the kingdom coming. In fact, he tells us when we're to pray in Matthew 6, 9 through 10, uh, 9 and 10. It says, in this manner, therefore, pray our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His will in heaven is that everyone is healed. Can you say amen to that? That's the kingdom. Now, as we close this series, I want you to consider one last thing. And I got one minute. I'm, I'm not losing my paycheck. Psalm 63, you can read it later. When David needed God's presence, he did five things. Number one, he, if he, when he wanted to establish God's presence, he craved and hungered for God more. Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. Then he thirsts for God. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. Then he pressed into his presence. I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and your glory. That's what we must do. Church, when you're sick, you have to press into the presence of God. Can you say amen? Then he praised and worshiped him. How I praise you. I praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. And then he would meditate. He says, I, th- I lie awake thinking of you and meditating on you through the night. You do those things and you will establish the presence of God in your life to heal. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 645. No, nobody said I could do it. I knew I'd do it. Now, now the problem is, is everybody's going, now you should do it all the time, right? The point is, and the reason that I even allowed myself to go fast like that, is the point is, and I think I've made the point, is that it is the presence of God. We know it's his will. We know it's a part of our redemption. We know that faith is an issue here. We know we need to believe. He said, believe in your heart, don't doubt. We know that, that, that we have power and authority. He's given it to us. And we know we need his presence. Can you say amen? So tonight what I want to do, we're going to do something a little bit different with this service. So I've asked Jason if he would come and my wife Kathy. And we're going to sing a song. And this song is a song we've sung before. Uh, but it's a song that I, I really felt like in prayer this morning. I went through this song this morning and I felt like we needed to sing it to establish the presence. Okay, and this song is, it's called uh, Too Good to Not Believe. 
And I want, really what I want you to do, I don't, if you know the song and you're familiar with it and you want to worship, that's great. Do that, I want you to. But I also want you to listen to these words. And I want you to let this cause faith to rise in you. Don't you tell me he can't. 
can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it i've seen real life resurrection i've seen mental health restored don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it i've seen families reunited i've seen prodigals return don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it i've seen troubled souls delivered i've seen addicts finally free don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it we'll see cities in revival and salvation flood the streets don't you tell me he can't do it don't you tell me he can't do it we'll see glory fill the nations like the world has never seen don't you tell me he can't do it because i know that he can i believe you're the wonder working god you're the You're the wonder-working God, and you heal because you love. Oh, the miracles we'll see, too good to not believe. You're the wonder-working God, you're the wonder-working God. Oh, the miracles we'll see, you're too good to not believe, too good. Too good to not believe After everything we've seen You're too good to not believe Jesus, we love you. Too good to Jesus, you truly are too good to not believe Lord, I thank you that those words say, God, you heal because you love us. And Father, we stand in this place right now, God, believing you, having faith in your word that says that you are our healer. God, that you paid the price, Lord, for our healing. And we thank you, Jesus. So we come before you now, standing upon your word. God, that assures us that you heal our bodies. And as we consider right now the body, the broken body of Jesus and all that is accomplished, we know your broken body is the payment for our healing. So we say to the spirit of infirmity, these are the words of God against you psalm 103 2 says this you forgive you have forgiven father all our iniquity and you heal all our diseases you said in psalms 107 20 he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions you said in romans chapter 8 verse 2 for the law of the spirit of life in christ has made me free from the law of sin and death you said in romans 8 11 but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life, health, and wholeness to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. 
In Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, it says, Surely you have borne our griefs, our pain, and our sorrow, our sickness, and our disease. And we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Jesus, you have redeemed us from the curse of the law. Therefore, we forbid any sickness or disease to come upon our bodies. Every disease and every virus that touches our bodies will instantly die in Jesus' name. And we declare every organ and every tissue of our bodies is functioning with the perfection of God. And we declare there will be no malfunction in our bodies in the name of Jesus. Therefore, by the stripes of Jesus, we declare life, health, and wholeness. God, over everyone in this room right now and everyone that's watching online, by the stripes of Jesus, we declare all neuropathy healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare fibromyalgia healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare migraines healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare arthritis healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare pain specifically from trauma healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare all back and neck pain healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare all cancer and the pain from it healed in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we declare all lung conditions and the pain associated with that healed in Jesus' name. And by the stripes of Jesus, we declare, God, every heart-related condition, God, no matter what it is, is healed in Jesus' name. Every stomach condition healed in Jesus' name. And Father, we declare every emotional pain healed in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you, God, and we give you glory and we give you honor. Jesus, we thank you. And I I wonder right now, and I'm just going to, I felt like the Lord this morning instructed me to do this. So if you are here tonight and you have pain in your upper back between your shoulder blades, you have pain right there and it seems like it just doesn't want to go away, would you do me a favor? Would you come up front? Would you come up and just stand in this altar area? If you have pain like that, if you have pain right now in your lower back, in your lower back and in areas of, 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 of right here and possibly sciatica or, or some other uh, condition uh, come up front right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You have pain. I, I'm, I'm going to step out. You have pain in any either one of your knees. You have pain in your knees. You know the testimony. The testimony of Jesus or the spirit of prophecy. And so I prophesy and I proclaim that knees will be healed right now in Jesus' name. So come on up. Come on up right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. I feel like there's somebody here that's got, they're dealing with some sort of pain or condition in your hands. You don't have the freedom of movement. You, you, it could be arthritis. It could be something else. I, I don't know it, but it's something that restricts movement, and it's quite painful at times. Come on up. We're going to believe God for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You're here today, and you have a condition in your body that, and I don't know exactly how to say this, but I'll be sensitive. It's just embarrassing to talk about. 
but you're here and you say, man, I just need that solved. I need that. Come on up and we'll, we'll believe God for you. Hallelujah. He knows. You don't have to describe it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe there's a, a need right now in your, in your body that, uh, that I haven't described. But you say, I need, I need that. I need healing. It's a condition maybe your doctor's told you about or, or, or maybe there's something you haven't even gone to see a doctor about yet and you're concerned about. You say, I need that, I need that healing. Would you come forward? Would you come? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, God, and we give you glory. So I want to instruct these just real quick that are standing here for healing. So there's going to be several people that come behind you, and they'll be praying with me. So don't worry about them. We're going to pray. I'm going to, first, I'm going to pray corporately over you. But then I'm going to go down, and I'm going, to, I'm going to anoint you with oil, and I'm going to try to go as quickly as I can. This is why I, I reserve time for this. Because I think sometimes we just rush, and, 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 and we, we want to you know, get, get finished. But we have plenty of time tonight. So we've reserved time for this. And as I pray and as I anoint you with oil, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Lord, I ask the Lord in prayer today that he would help me be sensitive to his voice. And if there is something, if God gives me a word, I'll, I'll give you that word. But I want you to believe God with me. And I want you to, I want you to remember the things that we talked about, the scriptures we read, that, that this is God's will. This is the kingdom. That the kingdom has come. And his will is being done right now. So, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we come boldly before your throne, God. And we thank you in advance for what you are about to do. In fact, what you have already done, Jesus, you paid the price, and healing has already been accomplished. In the spirit, it's done. Father, before the foundation of the earth, God, Jesus died and resurrected for us, and all the payment was paid. Long before we were ever thought of or ever created, Father, the price was paid and we receive it right now in Jesus' name. And we take authority, God, right now over the spirit of infirmity. We bind the spirit that promotes pain. We take authority over the spirit that brings torment. We take authority over the spirit that brings cancer and disease. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We take authority right now over the lying spirit. I rebuke right now the lie that you're going to die. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and I command that tormenting spirit to shut its mouth in Jesus' name. You will not die. You will live. I, for whoever this is for, Psalm 91, the last verse says, with long life, I will satisfy him. I, f I feel like it's a woman. So he, with long life, he will satisfy you. That's your word. Hold on to that. Go home tonight and look up Psalm 91 and look at the last verse. That's your word. Hallelujah. Father, right now, we, re we bind that tormenting spirit. Father, we release right now your, your Holy Spirit, God, to move. We release, God, God, that healing oil, God, that has been poured out, God, for months and months. It's been poured out, God. We release it right now in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. You are so awesome, God, and we give you the glory. 
and we give you the honor. Hallelujah. Just as we pray right now, and for those that are still seated, and, and if, you're, if you're here tonight and you're, and you're watching online, please lay your hand on the part of your body where you need healing and just believe God with us because you know God knows no distance. He knows no distance. He can heal from a close up. He can heal far away. And let me tell you, he says, he says, lay hands on the sick. So you lay hands on the sick and believe that you will recover and that you are recovered right now in Jesus' name. And so, you know what? We're going to anoint with oil. And, and there's nothing magical about this oil. It's a point of contact. We just believe that the word of God tells us to anoint with oil. And so as we do this, we're going to pray. So those of you that are watching, would you pray with us? Join your faith with us. And those of you that are standing, believe God right now. Amen, and amen. as I pray for you, as I pray, begin to test yourself. If you could check or you could test yourself. If you can't, if you couldn't bend, if you couldn't move, or if you couldn't whatever, see and see what God does as we pray. So let's just begin to pray right now. Father, in Jesus' Thank you for listening to the New Life Kingman podcast. We can't wait to see you next week.